I would do anything for love, but I won't do that. Possibly by me singing that, we just had a copyright infringement. I'm not quite sure. Uh, what would you do for love? Her boyfriend is asking her to make a next step in their relationship, but is it too much to ask because of where they are? You can help decide with a brand new Ask My Mom today on the show. Welcome. Hi, my name's Kramer, and I am proud to admit that I am a mama's boy. You're not just any mama's boy. You're a certified mama's boy. And this is the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. What's up? How are we? Welcome to the Certified Mama's Boy Podcast. Today is the 4th of August, and we're a podcast that's based on three principles. Live, laugh, love your mom. That means we live our lives out loud, we laugh a lot, and we love my mom, my co-host, Nancy Yancey. Hi, Mom. Hi, honey. Happy 14th birthday to baby Kiki. She (laughs) made it. I didn't think she's going to make it, y'all. I didn't know. And as of time of recording, she hasn't made it yet. But as long as we can get through tonight's sleep in real time, then she'll have made it to her 14th year of life. It was August the 4th, 14 years ago, which was 2008, I think. Yeah, 2008. Uh, The baby Kiki came into the world. And uh, so my my little angel is turning 14. Now, if you're new to our podcast, the reason this is, I mean, I guess in time, uh, anytime that any dog turns 14, you're kind of like, whoo, you know, like, mm-hmm. <laughs> all right. Uh, but <laughs> poor Kiki has a heart condition and they gave her a year and a half to live. This was four years ago now. She had just, it was actually in August of same year that Shannon left. So 2018, yeah, it was four years ago, 2018. Mm-hmm. And they gave her a year and a half and uh, here she is still yeah. standing strong. So she's been doing well, we have a doctor's appointment. Her cardiologist appointment is coming up on Friday uh, tomorrow. And uh, so things are good. I thought I would share two Kiki stories with you that I feel like you should probably know about okay. my my Chihuahua. Number one, and I don't know if anybody can relate to either of these stories. Well, I'm definitely not the second one. The second one's like the weirdest dog story of all time. The first <laughs> one, though, I didn't even really want Kiki in the first place. Hmm. Anybody ever been that way with their dog where like you didn't or any pet, you didn't think you really wanted them. And then you just kind of like, all right, we'll see how it goes. And they just turn out to be your absolute best freaking thing that ever happened to you. Hmm. Uh, poor Kiki. So I, uh, when I got Kiki, she came, uh, she had a, a brother and his name was Dexter and tiny baby little chihuahuas. And we, we didn't want to separate them because they were just so cute. You know, they wait, they're like literally you could put them in the palm of your hand. They're just <laughs> the, the cutest thing ever. But honestly, I didn't want a black dog and I didn't even know why. Apparently, by the way, after doing a ton of dog adoption stuff over the years, I found out that, uh, that black dogs actually are the ones that are left in shelters the longest. Aww. So whatever type of programming that is, um, I didn't, I just didn't think I wanted, I just didn't think I wanted a black dog. And mm. so, um, we, I, I remember that my ex-wife was looking at these dogs and then, so the, um, the, the person that, the, that had them was like, Hey, why don't you take these two? Why don't you just take them with you? And so my wife owned a clothing, uh, my ex-wife owned a clothing store at the time. And I, uh, took a, I took them up there to the store and, my ex-wife just fell in love with them. And so I, of course, haggled a deal because I think their <laughs> adoption fee was $250. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I said, okay, so if I take both, will you take 400 <laughs> And we didn't, the, the plan was that just to keep uh, Kiki and Dexter together was somewhat, was that we were going, that um, my ex-wife's 
cousin was going to adopt the other dog. Mm-hmm. And so then we had, um, we had the two, we had those two and we were going to, um, uh, just, you know, be, be able to keep them together. Well, I really like, I was really hesitant. I just didn't, I didn't think I wanted it. I was begrudgedly paid the fee and, um, and then that was it. And she was absolutely awful. Like she was so bad. Um, <laughs> the first like six months, I just didn't really bond with Kiki because she was just so wild. Like puppies are so damn wild, you know? Mm-hmm. Uh, but she is now absolutely my probably favorite thing that's on the, on the face of the earth. Oh, so yeah. I don't know if you ever, did you ever have that sensation mom with any other pets where like you didn't really want to get them at first and then you just felt like they were just part of who you were after a well, while? Only every cat we ever, ever had. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just because I'm not a cat person, and you started yeah. that in our family. Yeah, oh, I really dear. wanted. I really wanted it. I really uh-huh. wanted a cat. Uh, so, yeah, I don't know. If that's if that's a normal thing for you guys or not? But I, uh, I, I love freaking love Kiki. All right, second Kiki story that I'll share today, and this is the weirdest thing ever. I doubt anybody listening has ever had this this happen to their pet. Kiki, probably. Let me think. It was when I was in Tampa, so this would have been. Um, let me think. God, when would this have been? Um, when would I move to Tampa? I don't remember what year that was. 2011, I guess. It's been 2011, 2012. Um, Kiki thought she was pregnant. Kiki had a, a literally like a pregnancy scare. Do you remember this, Mom? I do. So something happened, and I, I've never heard of this before, but Kiki was doing this really weird thing where she would have been, let's see, that was 2011. She'd have been like three or four. And she was taking all of her toys and she, we used to keep her in like a crate and we would, um, it was like, you know, just one of those, those hard shell plastic crates, pr- small version, but we would just leave the doors open. They would go in their crates. Actually at night, I think we'd close them up in their crates, uh, to go to sleep. Right. So, um, so Kiki would, would stay in her crate all day. And like, if we tried to reach into the crate and get, to get her out, she started growling. Like, this is so mm-hmm. weird. I took her to the vet and she, um, and then they said she's having a hysterical pregnancy. <laughs> so Kiki literally like thought she was pregnant, uh, but she wasn't. Apparently it's a very rare thing that can happen if you don't spay your dogs uh-huh. Uh, spay or neuter, I guess spay for uh-huh. females, right? Mm-hmm. Um, spay your dog, your female dogs. Some of them, because of like the hormones and everything else, they can actually think they're pregnant. So for a small amount of time, poor Kiki thought she was pregnant. <laughs> so Aww. we had to, then, uh, we had to get her fixed after that. And, uh, Aww. and the problem went away. But that was just one of the weirdest Kiki things. Yeah. Ever, that was you know? strange. I, I yeah. remember that. Yeah. Crazy. And, the only other thing about Kiki that stands out to me, and I don't know if this is something that I, I don't really like, um, like talk about this a lot because Kiki, I, I bought Kiki from a, uh, from a pet store and it's like one of my biggest regrets. <laughs> not really biggest regrets, but it's definitely one of my higher regrets. I've such a torn, sense of reality when it comes to that, because you guys know I've pretty much dedicated my last 10 years of my life to pet adoption. When I got Kiki, I was 25, 26. And I just, I had no idea how terrible pet stores were and like the breeding process and everything else. And so I, uh, was, I hate it now. Like I hate the fact that she came from like an actual 
pet store, breeder, mm-hmm. whatever. Mm-hmm. Uh, the fact that like I'm so big into like dog, it probably was another year or two after I bought her that I um, I realized that like like I started watching. I think it was a like, one documentary. Thought it took was like one documentary, you know, and I was like. Mm-hmm. <gasps> And I totally dedicated my life, but I have this weird sense of guilt sometimes yeah. with Kiki because I am such a big adoption advocate, mm-hmm. right? And I guess I'll never buy a dog mm-hmm. from a breeder or a pet store ever again. But I, honestly, and let me use this opportunity to say before you do that, because I know like you're like, oh my God, I want a, tea, uh, a teacup poodle or whatever. Um, just do a little research because I mean, most of the problems that we're dealing with with Kiki today, when it comes to her bad legs her heart, uh, her stomach issues are all because these specialty breed. I mean, she's just like a, she's just like a small chihuahua. Right. Um, mm-hmm. but it comes because these, these dogs are bred and their, their conditions are just kind of passed down. So she has mm-hmm. so many conditions. So know that like, it's going to come back. Uh, it's going to come back on the other end and I, it's cost me an arm and a leg to keep this damn dog alive. Now Mm -hmm. I wouldn't change it for the world, but, um, Mm -hmm. it's just, there's so many issues. There's so many dogs killed every single day because of overpopulation in the shelters, same with cats. And I think it's terrible. I think it's just Mm -hmm. God awful. And so I had this weird sense of like, I'm so happy to have Kiki, but yeah. this weird sense of guilt though, because I'm like, man, I just, I wish I would have known better at the time. Mm-hmm. Obviously I'm not going to like throw her away. Like, no, no, of course not. I must, no I must way. get rid of you. I must get rid of you. No because way. There's no way you can love Kiki anymore. Yeah. She's like literally the best thing ever. So anyway, happy birthday to Kiki. Mom, you said you sent a gift. I don't have my Amazon packages. I didn't go down to get them yet. Um, okay. what, what did you, what did you, do you want to tell me though for Kiki's birthday, what you sent for her? I can remember yeah. yesterday we were talking about a gift for Kiki and we decided that she has everything and doesn't want anything. Yeah. Kiki just wants to literally her favorite things ever <laughs> eating, sleeping and pooping on the floor. Literally right. other than that, she has no interest in anything else right now. Right. And she has a lovely bed. She has a ton of blankets. Yeah. Some of which she goes, she goes her, in between but, three different beds, by the way. Like yeah, she just exactly one bed to the other to the other. So she's got yes. plenty of places to sleep. Plenty of beds, plenty of blankets, plenty of toys that she no longer plays with. Yeah. Plenty of treats. And she has a, a weird stomach, so I can't just send her <laughs> random treats. Yeah. So I said, okay, well, maybe I'll send something to the dog dad. And that's what I did. For sent, Kiki? Uh-huh, for Kiki's birthday. So what I did you... What, I sent did, you a, a cap that says Dog Dad on it. Oh, that's cute. <laughs> and I hope that you'll you. wear it. It's supposed to be there today. But yeah. I hope that you'll wear it on Kiki's birthday. Yeah, I 100% will. It should be downstairs right now. So I'll pick okay. that up. It's so nice of you. Thank you for that. Yeah. Appreciate so sweet. That. Um, so... One more funny thing about Kiki, and then I'll promise this, this episode's probably so boring to anyone but me. Um, <laughs> I, poor Kiki, talking about her stomach issues. So, the building mm-hmm. that I live in, um, there's somebody at the front desk, and every dog that comes in and out, they're able to go to the front desk and get like a little treat, right? They have right. a little treat stand. Well, poor Kiki, because she has such a sensitive stomach. This is like the most, tor- can you imagine this just for a second? Because she doesn't understand any of this. <laughs> is every time that we come in and out of the building, like she sees all these other dogs walk up and, and get a treat. And like every day she like looks over at me like, dad, what in the hell? Like, you know, there are free treats over here, right? Like, you know that we could like go get a free treat. Get a goodie. 
but like you're depriving me of this. So <laughs> because of her stomach, she just can't have it. So it's kind of it's kind of sad. Anyway, happy birthday to Kiki. Yeah, um, I love little Kiki so I much. Need, I need to run this past somebody that doesn't have anxiety. And mom, I feel like you you do pretty good managing your anxiety. But also, if you're listening, uh, I need to know like where on the anxiety scale you would be in this situation. So. Okay. It is now the 4th of August and let's catch up on – God, I haven't done a great job with stories there um, from the trip. But something that we do need to catch up on is the fact that I owe the IRS $556,000. Oh, that's right. right. Now. Let's not forget that storyline uh, because <laughs> it's still in play. Oh, so geez. I told you before I left that basically my – CPA was like, Hey, don't worry. I'll handle it. Have a good trip. And I'm like, okay. So I get back the first, obviously probably once a day on my trip, if not more than that, but at least once a day, I'm like, huh, you know, like my brain just gets all like that anxiety zap, if you will, you know, because I know it's like still out there. And so I didn't hear anything on my trip. I'm like, I'm not gonna say anything. He said he's gonna handle it. So I get back on Monday. Okay. Today's Thursday. Mm -hmm. I get back on Monday and I email him and I'm like, Hey, um, I'm back in town now. I just want to check and see this has been done. And if it has not been done, uh, can I have an expectation of when you'll have it done by, which I think mm-hmm. fair question to ask. Right. Right. So I get no response. This is Monday, Tuesday. I'm like, okay, it's only been 24 hours. I'm going to give the, I'm going to give the dude at least to the end of the day to, to like say something, not a word. Literally wake up today, send him a follow up on the email and just say, Hey, I'm following up on this. And as of time of recording at five 30, there is no response on Wednesday on Wednesday. Mm-hmm. So, uh, mm. <laughs> where, where would, where my anxiety, honestly, this is like, y'all honestly behind the scenes, there's so much happening right now. It's not that I'm not sharing it with you. I'm just trying to like, get things put in place for this next chapter in my life. So I just know there's like a lot of moving pieces um, that I'm not really, I'm not sharing yet, uh, but it's not, it's nothing, nothing like wildly scandalous. It's just not, it's not time yet to share it. Right. But just know there's like a lot of moving pieces. And on top of that, then I also have friggin $556,000 bill sitting here that's due on let me double check uh the 19th i think either 17th or the 19th nope, oh, no, the 17th on the 17th of august mm-hmm. so what what would what where is your anxiety level in this situation if you had a bill and it's not even a bill it's like this is a proposed amount of money that, that is going to be owed on september 17th mm-hmm. your cpa has already said listen i'll handle it don't worry about it but you haven't heard from him now in two weeks where's right. your anxiety level in this on a scale of one to ten, yeah, mine ten would, being the worst. Yeah, mine would be a ten. Yeah, yeah. That that would just make me crazy. Yeah, like because I, you know because it's your name. <laughs> yeah, it's your problem until like, it's solved, not his. Yeah. <laughs> it's like hanging over my head right now. Right, and I just want it to be gone. And like mm. I hate, I'm such a control freak that like I hate. That there's literally I, – I wouldn't even know where to start. I mean some of y'all are like, hey, just call the IRS. I, I don't even know what I would say. Right. I don't even know what I would say. I don't, I don't even know where to – I don't know anything about taxes. But right. like I'm friggin' stressed. And I think the, the fact this dude will not call me mm-hmm. is like giving me massive anxiety. Yeah. So 
just know that as of uh, as of time of recording, I still owe five hundred fifty six thousand dollars to the IRS. And, um, it's not great. Um, I want to play a quote for you that I saw on TikTok last night, and I want to I want to see how you how you feel about this. Okay, uh, it has to do. We've been talking a lot about. Oh, whoops. We've uh, we've been talking a lot about friendships this mm-hmm. week, right? And what kind mm-hmm. of friend are you? Was our mom talk? We're talking about like how many friends do you actually have? Mm-hmm. Um, I saw this on TikTok and I wanted to kind of get your your opinion on this. Listen. You are not supposed to stay friends with every single one of your friends forever. And I know this is a really different narrative than we've been taught to believe because lifelong friends, and if they played a big role at one point of your life, they have to be there for the rest of it. The truth is every single day you are growing and changing in massive ways. And oftentimes friends are only supposed to come in for a season, even if it's multiple seasons where your energies mesh. But ultimately you change, they change, maybe one of you changes more than the other. And the longer you try to hold on to the friendship and make excuses, excuses for where it feels off, more friction exists between the two of you. It can feel really scary when we're drifting away from a friend because they represent a past phase of our lives. And so in a way, they represent a past version of ourselves because they really knew that version of us and we really knew that version of them. And so you may want to fight for it as much as you can, even though it still feels off. But sometimes the best thing you can do when the winds of change are pulling you away from someone is to send them so much love and let them go. Okay. That's TikTok. Uh, Ma, how do you feel about that? I'm kind of in a situation like this right now where I feel like there's a friend in San Diego that I I wish that everything was like smooth and good. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's just been kind of turbulent mm-hmm. now for quite some time. And mm-hmm. You know, this is I, I. What I took from that that was so like eye opening for me was that like part of you has to realize too that like that chapter has closed mm-hmm. and um, that you're a different version of yourself than you were possibly then. Right. Um. How how that how that video make you feel? Oh yeah, I I totally agree with that. I mean, for all the really good friends I have, I probably gave up five. You yeah. know, along the way. Now, of course, yeah. I have more years than you. But, I mean, there are some people, and I do believe there are, are people that are friends for a season, and then you grow in different directions and you change. I mean, we're all changing, evolving all the time. And, you know, some people don't change. Um, but, yeah, I totally agree with that, that just because you meet them and you enjoy them for a period of time, doesn't mean that you necessarily want to have a lifetime relationship with them. Yeah. For whatever reason, I think it's fine to let them go. Well, since we're kind of doing a friend's theme this week, mm-hmm. I thought maybe there's somebody that may need to hear that. If like, do you have a friend that like you've just kind of outgrown mm. um, for whatever reason? Right. And if it, I, I think that like, that's when I, it, it, it's, I, I feel like I swear to you, TikTok is like the best therapy. Hmm. I know we, we promote better health and it's awesome, but like, um, better help. Sorry. Um, but I, I swear to God, like TikTok tells me exactly what I need to hear. Like what I need to hear. I just open the app. That's like the first thing I see. Hmm. Um, but maybe if you feel like the friendships, you know, starting to sail that like, don't fight it. Right. If you have to work too hard. To make it work, yeah, then it's probably not worth it. Yeah, sucks though. 
it sucks. Yeah. It's, but this has been a really eye-opening week, at least for me, when it comes to friendships and like where a lot of mine are and like where they're going, what I want them to do, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so anyway, mm-hmm. just a little TikTok I thought I would share with you today as we get into our quote, Mom. Mm-hmm. It's from Morgan Harper Nichols. And the thing about blooming is nothing about the process is easy. It requires every part of you to stretch upward with your roots firmly planted in the ground. And in the sun and in the rain and wind, you stand anyway, even against the pull of the soil. And through it all, one day, you will see all along you are transforming. Mm. Kind of relates to what you just said. I mean, yeah. we're all, we, you know, we're all transforming yeah. ourselves and our lives all the time. Yeah. Um, and, you know, you don't realize it when it's happening, of course. It's in hindsight that sure. you usually see it. And if you don't take time to really um, be mindful of it um, and and really explore who you are now, then, it, you know, you, you'd lose a lot of yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It all kind of goes together. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. It's funny. I don't know if you do this too, but I we're talking this morning about how I've got a picture on my dating app of a, um, a picture of a dog that's not even mine, right? And we're talking like, is that fraudulent? Mm-hmm. Uh, but then I realized that like that picture was from 2018. <laughs> uh-huh. uh, and it's kind of crazy because I – I mean, time just kind of just kind of goes, and like I have changed a lot since that guy, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, I'm still using the pictures. I look young, but uh, mm-hmm. I uh, it's you ever go back and like look at pictures that don't feel like it's that long ago, only to realize like how much has actually changed about you, oh, not even just yes. physically, but just where you were. Like I don't even recognize. I don't think I rec- even recognize pre-pandemic me at all. Mm. You know, like, mm-hmm. I don't mm-hmm. like I don't I don't know that life anymore. Mm-hmm. And it's scary. Like kind of it, some mm-hmm. of it kind of feels out of control. Mm-hmm. You know, mm-hmm. like life's just kind of happening and I've just got to kind of hold on. Right. Exactly. It's exactly um, what that quote is saying. Yeah. You know, your roots are still in the ground and through the wind, the rain, whatever. You're still rooted and you're growing and you're transforming all the time. But do that. Go look back at pictures of yourself from 2018, 2017. Like, are you that same person? Mm-hmm. And then I guess like the answer is no, which the answer is no. Um, then what? Like, what? What else needs to like go with that new person? And that's what I'm trying to figure out. Mm-hmm. Um, How have you changed? Yeah, and has it been for the better? Yeah. Or has it been for the worse? Hopefully the better. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Hopefully, but it isn't always. Yeah. No, it's it true. always, but it's a good reflection for sure. Yeah. Yeah. You know, one of the biggest things that I realized was I used to sleep on really crappy sheets and I can't even believe that I would let myself <laughs> sleep on something <laughs> so uncomfortable. Turning back. I know. <laughs> I got really shamed myself and spending, I mean, think about it, t- 39 years, 38 years of my life, I slept on uncomfortable sheets when it's not even, not even necessary anymore, you know? <laughs> I thought cotton was like the way to go. Mm-hmm. Like, duh, what's wrong with me? You know, um, it was until it was until they now have created bamboo sheets. 
Right. Well, true. I mean, let's be honest. But now That's we know new better. Technology. Right. My twenty my twenty seventeen sheets are uh, are different than right. my twenty twenty two sheets. Okay, and I'm mm-hmm. thankful for that. That was a great transition, by the way. I think I deserve a round of applause for that one. That was a really good. You see what we're doing there? It was just felt like it was a normal flow in conversation. Mm. Talk, we're staying with the topic. Thank you, mom. Um, uh, cozy Earth sheets are going to be the softest sheets you ever sleep on. That's what Oprah described them as. It's the softest ever. They've been on her favorite things list now for years. Y'all take advantage of this offer. And this actually makes me laugh because I just I love that we had this kind of discount for these sheets. So CozyEarth.com is where you go to get all the softest products from. They have loungewear. They have towels. They have sheets. Um, they have, let me see, as I'm scrolling through here. Um, yeah, washcloths, bath mats, uh, comforters, duvet covers, uh, baby collection, all, anything soft is going to come from Cozy Earth, right? But they're having what they're calling their big semi-annual sale. So I go to the bamboo sheets, which is like what we're way trying to convince you is like the best thing that's ever going to happen to you. <laughs> and for their semi-annual sale, it's 20% off. Yeah. Which like, don't get me wrong. It's a good deal. Mm-hmm. It's a good deal. But... With just by by listening to this podcast, you literally are going to get double that forty percent off just by being a podcast listener. Awesome deal! Please take advantage while you can. Don't forget they come with a ten year warranty. So if you're going to go buy some crappy sheets from Target or whatever, like why why not sleep on softer sheets? Better deal, long run. I promise you. CozyEarth.com forty percent off with coupon code Kramer forty K R A M E R four zero. It's going to double. The deal you can get right now with the semi-annual sale, Kramer40 at CozyEarth.com. Then tell us your review too. Would love it. Would love to hear more. Speaking of therapy and how I use TikTok as therapy, uh, I love also having personalized <laughs> therapy. Uh, I do. I use I use BetterHelp for my therapy. I'm big, a big advocate of therapy, man. I'm, I'm telling you, like, if you've never done therapy in your life, I hope you won't be intimidated by it. I was trying to convince my friend of this the other day. Uh, she has never done therapy before, and she just is intimidated by that it's not even like she's you know got anything for um not, no like massive she just has like like life stuff she needs to work through right mm-hmm. no no crisis right now but she and she knows she wants to go but just the idea of therapy to her is very intimidating so what i will hope that you'll do is is just trust me like get past that first session it is so easy with BetterHelp because they provide three different types of therapy that you can do. You can do a video chat, you can do a phone chat, or you can also do their um, uh, live chat, like typing sessions. You can basically type to your therapist if you don't even want to see anybody on the camera. So it makes it a whole lot easier. Uh, you get and get matched with your therapist in under 48 hours. And I just, I hope that you'll think of me one day. And if you ever want to tell me about this cool, that like I was the person that finally convinced you to go do therapy or talk to a therapist about whatever it is you're going through. Uh, I would love to be the person. Honestly, that would make me – out of anything that we've accomplished with this podcast, if we can get just one person in therapy, then I feel like that would really be amazing. Mm. 10% off your first month by going to betterhelp.com slash Kramer. It's B-E-T-T-E-R-H-E-L-P.com slash Kramer for 10% off your first month over at BetterHelp. All right, certified fans, we'll say hi to you before we do Ask My Mom. Thank you for being a part of this show. Certified fans are the backbone of this operation because, honestly, we couldn't do this podcast without you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Mom, you want to explain what certified fans do for us and what we do for them? Sure. They're the awesome folks that contribute $6 a month to help us pay the bills. Uh, they get um, 
They get to join our Certified Fans Facebook page. They get discounts on merch. They get bonus mama text, which, by the way, we haven't done that lately. I need to get on that. Um, <laughs> so you don't the get first, them right now, but you will. <laughs> right. They're the first for any breaking news, like something exciting is about to break. You'll be invited to hear it first. And they get a shout out on a show and our Facebook page. We just need two people, two more people this month to become certified fans to help us keep on track. So if you, you know, you like the podcast and it means something to you, you want to keep it seen, produce 24 episodes every month, then just text the word fans, F-A-N-S to 888-Kramer8. Nobody's new today, but it's all right. I'm not, I'm not, I'm not stressing it. Thanks to, I, who was it yesterday? Um, oh man, I forgot now. I'm so bad with keeping up with it, with the people. Sheena? But um, No, not Sheena. The person that actually joined on the first. That really helped Elizabeth? us. Elizabeth? Yeah, Elizabeth. Yeah. Helped us kind of launch into August. Uh, yeah. Our certified fan of the day, though, is going to be 391. Okay. So in, what I, in case you're new to our podcast, what we do is we go back and spin the wheel of certified fans if we don't have anybody new. Because every day we want to be able to dedicate and give appreciation uh, to at least one certified fan, right? That's uh, helped keep this podcast on the air. So our 391 is we're going to dedicate today's episode to the lovely – uh, Leslie W. Leslie W. of San Diego. Thank you so much. You've been a certified fan with us now since uh, almost your mom's coming up on your one year anniversary. Oh, great. So this month will be your, your one year anniversary. Thank you for your continued support of the show. It really does mean mm. the world to us. So Leslie W., you're the certified fan of the day. We love you. Hope you're having a great day. And this is your whoop whoop. Yes. Whoop whoop to Leslie W. So yep. glad you're here with us. You're the best. All right. Don't forget to vote too. I'll make this short. Um, you know, every month we try to go up for the number one podcast and podcast magazine. We've almost successfully been number one every month uh, this year. And then don't forget, we're retiring at the end of the end of this year. We're done. We're not going to, we're not going, <laughs> we're going to change our, uh, switch our sales come the new year. But uh, we thought it'd be really cool to try to be the number one podcast every single month in podcast magazine. Easy to vote. Text the word vote V O T E to 888-Kramer8. We would appreciate that. And uh, now we'll do Ask My Mom. This is an advice segment that we do twice a week. If you ever have a dilemma that you want us to talk about on the podcast, you can just go to certifiedmamasboy.com and submit your story there anonymously. And uh, my mom, who's been a mom now for 43 years, can give you some good mom advice. And then we, as your podcast family, hop in and try to steer you in a certain direction. So, mom, what we got? Okay. Dear Mama Nancy, my boyfriend and I have been together for two years. We have broken up twice, and both times it was after I caught him trying to get with other girls. The last eight months have been great, but now he tells me he has a great job opportunity in Las Vegas. We live in San Diego. He will double his current pay, and he wants me to move with him. I have mixed feelings. I don't like that he didn't talk about the move before he took the job. He told me he was going and just asked me to come. Also, I have a girlfriend who moved to be with a guy who cheated on her. She didn't then have the money and was stuck there for two years with no friends trying to save up to move back home. We could try to keep the relationship going from different states, but don't really trust him when we live in the same city. What should I do? 
Don't do it. Stay home. Trust is already a huge issue, and I would not pack my bags and leave the people I loved and cared for and everything to venture off with a guy who didn't even consult me before uh, about perhaps getting another job and us moving together, but just announced to me that he was moving and he'd like for me to go along. Nope. Mm-mm. <laughs> just no. Oh, well, Mm-mm. it's just, I, 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 I don't necessarily disagree, but I also feel like that's a smidge hypocritical hmm. because every last one of y'all, when I was dating Miss California and I was like, man, I'm nervous about it. I don't know. Like what if it doesn't work out? All of y'all were like, you just got to let go and let God hmm. just let her, let her, if she wants to move, let her move. Like just, you know, like, and I was like, I don't know what happens. Something happens. Blah, blah, blah. And like every last one of y'all, every last one of y'all said, yeah, just, just do it. What's the worst that can happen? So like, why, why now is it different? Well, that situation was different. She she already knew you were there, and she was wanting to leave her home to come be with you. Lord. She wasn't asking you to move isn't back that, to San Diego. Isn't that crazy to think about now, like how different my life would be right now? <laughs> yes. And you weren't asking her to move to Baltimore either. Yeah. She was the instigator, just like he is the instigator here. Yeah. So it's, very, it's quite different. What if... I don't know. I just feel like if, if twice he's talking to other girls, though. Yeah, like, and she doesn't trust him in the same city. Mm, I mean, oh, no. I just I, I, I would I would love to hear from other people on this, too. I really, yes. really honestly love to hear where your two cents are on this because, mm-hmm. I mean, sometimes you got to go through these things because here's here's what I've always said. And this is what I found, too, with doing Ask My Moms when it comes to relationship stuff. Very rarely do the people that we give advice actually do what we say. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And it's, I think that's in real life too, right? Like I feel like you're most likely going to do. So let's imagine that she is saying, okay, I'm not going to go. Do you think that's really going to be conclusion for her? Or do you think it's going to last six months and then she's going to want to move? I just feel like if it's in you, you may have to go do it Mm. just so that you can figure out the truth. If you're this into this guy and for eight months now, let's be fair. Okay. And you, you're pro- you guys are probably young. I'm assuming, mm-hmm. uh, we've all been in relationships that when you're young are, are tricky because attention is, can be elsewhere at times. Right. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Does any part of that, when you think about it that way, mom say, Hey, maybe she should just go. It's only Las Vegas. If she lives in San Diego, it's a four hour drive, you know? So True. it's not like it's the end of the world. It sounds like you guys are young. I don't think you're going to be giving up too much to actually do it. So with that being said, is it worth going even if it is a hard lesson learned on the other side versus not going and wondering if you should have? Like, do you think she'll actually be able to move on if for eight months everything's been going great, you know? Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, they've already had a couple of problems with other people. In their eight months, right? No, she said the no, last eight months have been great. It, it, it last eight months, right. it was over two right. years. There's been some yeah. discrepancies, but yeah, that's true. Yeah, um, I don't know. I don't know how you're feeling about it. Like, yeah, yeah. It, it just as a mom, it frightens me. I mean, I always look at these things as if you were my children. Yeah. Um, but for mom, it you know it frightens. But me. But I feel but, like you're using like Maggie's trauma to kind of like. 
oh, well, that's true. Give, I'm sure that, that influences it. But I, I'll tell you that, well, no, that's not true. Sometimes it does work. Sometimes it doesn't. I mean, it just yeah. depends on the relationship. It's hard to know. Dramagi moved I, to California for two years with a guy and it, uh, you know, it, obviously it didn't work out because these two weren't together, you know, but right. I still think she learned a lot of valuable lessons by going. She did. No you doubt. Know, that she probably couldn't have learned by just staying still. No, that's true. She did. I don't know. Maybe I'm like being too risky with this, but mm-hmm. 888 Kramer 8. Like, let's try not to just look at it like, okay, well, he talked to other girls, you know, eight, you know, eight months ago. Or, mm-hmm. Like, if things have been going smoothly for eight months, she obviously is is compelled enough to want to move, mm-hmm. but just scared to do it for this, this, and this. Do we still need to talk her out of it? Is that our instincts talking here? Or do we say, hey, listen, you know what? It's literally a four-hour drive. Mm-hmm. It's not like you're moving across the country. You're not going San Diego to Maryland. Now, that's a poor, poor garage boy. I can't imagine that move, by the way. <laughs> Holy hell. Like, or, or Miss California. Like, I just can't. Right. I can't imagine how intimidating that is. And you're going to Vegas. So, like, it's not the end of the world. Anyway, 888-Kramer8. If you want to hop in the conversation, that would be awesome. Mom, you want to stick around for the last couple of commercials and go by? Sure. Why not? Tell me, tell them what you were saying about AG1 the other day, about how you feel like it really has contrib- contributed to a better night's sleep. Mm-hmm. Well, you know, I was was out for a while, and so I started having trouble sleeping. And all of a sudden, I was like, hmm. Because you were sleeping great. Yeah, I was sleeping really good. When you were taking AG1. Right. And then I was like, oh, I haven't gotten my new order of AG1 yet, and it's been a while. I ordered it late. So I wondered, hmm, does that have something to do with it? Because that's Mm -hmm. the only change that I made. And any sometimes, of my supplements or any of my diet or anything. Sometimes some of the things you have to stop doing for a second just to like see how they really do affect you. And that's yeah. what my mom noticed, just the difference between how much better she sleeps when she takes AG1 versus when she doesn't. AG1, by the way, is a powder that you take every morning. It's 75 high-quality vitamins, minerals, whole food source, superfoods, probiotics, and adaptogens to help you start your day out right. And when we we both started taking it for different reasons, but for me, it was digestive stuff. I don't want to stop taking it now because it does help with my digestion so much. But mm-hmm. everyone kind of has their own reasons of why they want to take it. But that's it's like a whole body system reboot in yeah. a way. So no matter what you're feeling, AG1 could be the solution for you. Um, so make sure that you're taking some high quality stuff like AG1, not just something cheap. Um, I mean, not that it's not, this stuff is less than $3 a day. So it's not, but just make sure the, the ingredients are not, this is like high quality stuff, you know? Mm-hmm. When the founder actually created this stuff, he had a ton of gut health problems too. That's actually why I started taking it because I heard the story and it ended up on a, this complicated regimen that was like $100 a day and like it worked. But basically what he did was he just kind of narrowed down the exact science of like what really makes him feel the best and then created AG1. So it's awesome. 7,000 five-star reviews, and I think you'll like it too. It's uh, To make it easy, Athletic Greens is going to give you a free one-year supply of immune-supporting vitamin D and five free travel packs with your first purchase. All you got to do is go to athleticgreens.com slash Kramer. Again, it's athleticgreens.com slash Kramer. Take ownership over your health and pick up the ultimate daily nutritional insurance. All right, Mom, final words before we Ooh. say goodbye for today. No, I'm just glad to be back. It's kind yeah. of fun. I'm getting back in the groove now. It only took me three days. Honestly, but, uh, this week has been hellacious. 
Mm. for me. Um, oh yeah. Coming back after vacation. It's hard. It's been a doozy and I'm not sleeping great right now. And I'll tell you, you know, you know, the hardest part and tell me if this, if you feel the same way about coming back from vacation, the sleeping is always kind of tricky for me, yes. but it's the going back to eating normal food. Oh yeah. <sighs> mm-hmm. I gotta, I, I, to be honest, I'm, I'm sitting here right now. We stopped in the middle of recording this episode because I had a delivery of um, Qdoba come in mm. uh, because I had, I had a damn bean bowl for lunch. I'm just like, <laughs> I'm trying, y'all. I'm trying to get back on the on the wagon, but oh. uh, I'm a half on the wagon. At least yeah. I did I did really well up until dinner. So yeah. most of my meals, I did well today. But it's just yeah. hard. I just feel like that's one of the hardest. It's like I get, I almost get like bitter towards <laughs> healthy foods. Uh-huh. Like I see it, I'm like, me, you can me, I'm so healthy, you know? I'm like, all I want is just something fatty and fried, so. All right, that's it for Thursday show. Happy birthday, Kiki! Yeah, woohoo for Kiki. Love her so much. And we'll see you tomorrow with Jimmy Mac. Have a good day. Love you. Okay, love you forever. Hey, Kramer, it's Eileen from Flowery Branch. Just listening to the rest of Tuesday's episode about Ask My Mom. And the condoms that um, she found in her daughter's purse. Oh my gosh, funny story. My son, I think he was maybe, gosh, I don't know, 18 or 19. He drove my car and there was a few things that happened in between. Um, Anyway, he left condoms on the front passenger seat of my car. My car, not his car. He had a car but wasn't driving it. He drove mine. But I hid them, didn't tell him that I found them. I'm like, first of all, why are you leaving them on the seat? Anyway, and there was like three or four of them. I'm like, oh my gosh, what are you doing? So anyway, so what I did was is I let it go. And then the next morning, I think I, when he was, I knew he was going to be getting up and getting ready to go to work, school. I can't really remember. Um, I put them on the counter. Um, I laid them out on the counter. They were unused, by the way. Ooh, yuck. That was gross. Anyway, unused condom i put them on the counter and i don't even know if i wrote a note but i would be so embarrassed um but we have a really good relationship and can pretty much say anything to each other so i left them on there and then um just to get his reaction and i don't even know really what happened after that i think we talked later in the day and we just kind of laughed about it joked about it but i sort of left that talk quote unquote up to his dad i'm not sure if he ever had it but Anyway, to this day, as far as I know, he's 26. He hasn't gotten anybody pregnant. So maybe it's a good thing that he is using protection. So that was my plus about that story. Okay, that's it for today. Thanks for listening to my son's podcast, Certified Mama's Boy. Be sure to review and subscribe and tell your friends. Love you forever.